This podcast is proudly brought to you by Infinity Media, incubating innovative businesses in the media industry. Hi, I'm Gordon Muller. I'm the guru in the Doc and Guru podcast. Thanks for being with us. For those of you who don't know me, I've spent over 40 years in the media industry in South Africa and uh, pretty much made it my home, my life, my passion. I have other passions, unfortunately, for my sins. I'm an Arsenal supporter and a Shark supporter, so we're going to do pretty much everything on the show as it pertains to media, marketing and money, but we don't take jokes about Arsenal or the Sharks. I'm Doug Mateus, uh, the doc on the show. Uh, and again, for those of you who don't know me, I've I spent 30 years in, in uh, various companies in South Africa uh, running uh, different marketing functions. And the last job I had, I was privileged in, uh, enough to work with a team that took uh, the brand to the fastest growing brand in South Africa in 2018 with a 47% year-on-year growth. So that was a, a great achievement uh, for the team and, and, and I'm really proud of that. Uh, from a personal point of view, I do a little bit of cycling uh, and also snow skiing. So we quite enjoy that. But again, uh, today's discussion is around all things marketing and media. Yep, that's right, Doc. All things marketing and media. No subject too big, no topic too small, no subject too hot to handle. Please get in touch with us on our Facebook page, follow us, like us, whatever it takes. We would love you to be involved with the show and uh, we really want to make it as inclusive and as energetic as I know this industry is capable of. Morning, Doc. Good to have you in studio uh, again today. I think you, you've got your studio outfit on. You're obviously... Uh, it's a new shirt as well, if I'm not mistaken. I dressed up, Gordon. I knew I was going to see you. It's not so a normal Gantz. Is that a Gantz slogan? No, no, you've got to, you've changed, you've changed uh, brands. You, you're a brand loyalist. Why have you changed no, brands? I've got lots of, uh, I don't get paid by the brands to wear them, Gordon, so I'll just wear what, uh, in fact, I just wear what my wife buys me, <laughs> <laughs> if the truth be told. Very sensible, <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Gordon, so how's it, man? You well? Yeah, very good. Thank you. Uh, I'm always happy to be back in studio, as you know. Uh, we've had this discussion before, um, and I was just chatting with our guest who you'll introduce in a moment a little earlier saying I find it staggering that you know young people are not clamoring to get back to work and you know the reason I stand in advertising for 45 years because I just find the people really interesting um, so I'll use any excuse uh, to come live yeah it's great yeah. anytime I'm out the house and about is, is good news for me yeah I think it's gonna you know I mean we've all spoken with various people about their policies you know some Global companies have got international policies. So for this year, there's no in-person meetings. There's no, yeah. you know, and but but certainly, you know, in talking to some of the some of the really big companies, they are talking from next year. It's going to be mandatory two to three days a week mm. in the office, and then a kind of a guess a hybrid. But yeah, you know, I always enjoy you know the face to face and and uh, yeah. some of the, the yeah. Look, and I, I just think there. generally, I'm enjoying the climate of. We hate to talk about return to normal, but I'm just looking at. Uh, the scenario playing out in Europe at the moment where Germany is going to go live this coming weekend. They're going to lock down people who haven't been vaccinated. It's like, well, good luck with that one. Mm. Um, because that really is now moving into the space of uh, intruding on, on human rights, I would think. I mean, we all have our view and you have your view. But, but at the end of the day, um, where you 
are overruling my you know right of access to my body or control of what goes into my body i, I think that's a major it's not a health issue for me it's not a religious issue but it certainly is an issue of of civil liberties i would guess so yeah i'm just happy yeah. that we that we can get on with life a bit out here yeah absolutely but gordon on to today's bit of life in the studio and i mean we've got with us one of south africa's top marketers uh Nontakosa Maronzella from uh momentum metropolitan cmo uh welcome thanks very much for spending time with us it's it's great having you in studio thank you thank you this is quite a big operation you guys <laughs> oh, yes, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we are huge <laughs> We Thank are. Thank you for <laughs> fitting me in. <laughs> no, but uh, talking of big operations, and, and I guess let's start with a big congratulations. And I mean, you know, this earlier this year, you were awarded an honorary doctorate. Yeah. Now, that's, I mean, that's magnificent. That's fantastic. Please yeah. just tell us a little bit about it. Where does it come from? Yeah. What is the background to it? What is the field, yeah. etc.? Yeah. So, um, thank you. The the award comes from an organization called the Global International Alliance. They're based in the U.S. and they've got a huge um, uh, footprint in Africa and representatives in Africa. And basically, they look to recognize and celebrate um, people who do social impact work and humanitarian work. And I was recognized for the work that I've done, particularly for women. Um, in my position as the group CMO for Momenta Metropolitan, um, we've we've been, um, you know, participating in conversations that are looking to build and facilitate growth and more success for women and progress. We've done that consistently for three years through the asset called She Owns a Success. And we also um, sponsor the Women Proteas team. Uh, we're the, one of the first um, like brands to sponsor them and that facilitated a lot of progress in as far as the professionalizing women's cricket and getting them paid and getting them more exposure because just having a logo mm. of a recognized brand mm. and a brand of stature in a t-shirt says a lot and builds the confidence of the players. And then thirdly, we also um, have partnered with um, an organization called G-Sport, uh, which is um, recognizes women athletes and their excellence in the field. And just those three initiatives have, have gone a long way in making impact. And we are consistent in doing that. And we do that. We also partner in a very authentic way. So it, it felt amazing to be recognized for it, although... It's just something that I do because, you know, we, we have brands that are about caring for those communities we serve and, and having sustainable impact at the end of the day. Yeah, and, and I mean, again, well done. And I think, you know, just looking at some of the work that's come out, and I mean, one of the most visible things, Gordon, was a few years ago when you changed the M around yeah. to the W for, for yeah. Women and Women's Day, which, yeah. is, which is, you know, when you look at it, I guess, you know, it's always like, people would say, oh, why didn't I think of that? And yeah. then you know you've yeah. done really well. Something yeah. quite simple. I don't yeah. I mean that in a horrible way. I mean that yeah. in, a, in a genuine no, way. The genius, but the, it's the genius because it's But so it's so simple. simple. And then yeah. people look at it and, they, yeah. and then I think, and, yeah. and not only have you done that, which I would call a tactical execution, mm. but obviously, as you say, there's a whole lot of strategy, a lot of mm. thinking, a lot of good work and uplifting. And I mean, we've, we've spoken about women upliftment now for a lot of episodes on the show in various guises, you know, with its education, mm. gender-based violence, 
audience, unfortunately, mm. is the dark side of that. Yeah. But I mean, also, you know, from your side. So let's just talk a little bit. Of, and you mentioned now um, she owns a success. Yeah. For our listeners, perhaps not that familiar with it, could you be yeah. able to just give us a, a sort of synopsis of, of what, what that is and, and sure. where, where are you in that program? Sure. So she owns a success is a an activation that we do every year we've done for the past three years in august um the first thing actually that's different about how we participate in the women agenda around august is that we refuse to activate for a day you know a lot of brands will put out an ad a video a cool post just on women's day and for us we just feel like oh that's not really making impact and that's not really meaningful so that's the first thing so we we, we activate the whole month and even beyond the the month of august the second part is that um the brand momentum is about enabling success that's the essence of the brand and when we did our research we we one recognize that there are many barriers that come in the way of women owning their success. Some of it is because of how we raised, some of it is because of our cultures, and some of it is just because, you know, patriarchy has been a thing for years. And so we've got to kind of push through several layers of challenges to kind of get to our space where we can own, that we can own, and, and have a meaningful roles and have, you know, equality, gender equality is a conversation that's like all the world over is being talked about. And then the third part was that in financial services, um, it is important for conversations about success to happen because if one is to entrust us with you know, their money, if I came to you both gentlemen and said, hey, let me run your billion rand fund, right? The first question you're gonna ask is, what, what experience do you have with such money? Yeah. So my response has got to come naturally and confidently so, so that you guys can buy into what I sell and and believe that I am legitimate in running a billion, you know, potentially running um, your investment. So so confidence becomes an important uh, characteristic, and it, the, this confidence is what we're encouraging women to have, and we give them tools and and coach them so that they can understand what where the gaps are for themselves identify the moments when you know performance reviews or negotiating salaries or negotiating contracts or pitching for new business are key moments where confidence is required and then and then thirdly just dealing with you know corporate dynamics because we are often surrounded by guys in the boardroom and and you guys tend to be like you can fix anything even though you may not have fixed all things before in your experience, but you wing it until you, you know, you yeah, wing well, it. Winging, winging is winging, one word for it, yes. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a couple and of other Doug, words. And Doug will kick you under the table and, are you sure we can fix this engine? And you're like, of course we can fix this engine. <laughs> but for us girls, it's like we wait for perfection. I yeah. must meet the, all the criteria 100% before I come out and pitch for new business. And, and that's not going to move us forward um, um, in, in the same speed that guys are moving forward. So that's really what she owns as success is about. 
Okay. So, and, and I mean, that's on your webpage. So in other words, listeners, uh, consumers of yours can go on. They can get skills off there. Yeah. Is, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and it's an interactive process mm-hmm. so that people can upskill. Yeah. And again, you know, yeah. like we always say, Gordon, you know, please, if you're listening to this episode, go onto the site, be part of the mm-hmm. conversation. You know, it's mm-hmm. no use just having a nice 30-minute chat here. Mm-hmm. It's about leaving you with some skills. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, our skills available. So please, you know, we urge yeah, people to be part it's, of that. It's very accessible. You know, mm-hmm. I, I went and had a look at some of the, uh, the workshops. Obviously, mm-hmm. they're not live, but they are, mm-hmm. are recorded. So I just yeah. searched on hashtag she earns her success and, yeah. and you'll get that. It's very, very simple. Mm-hmm. But you said, you said something earlier with respect to your doctorate, which I think for me is refreshing. Um, mm-hmm. You said it's just what you do. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think that's the challenge is how do we get past the point where it is a conscious thing? I must make sure mm-hmm. that I have a gender balance in mm-hmm. my boardroom and an mm-hmm. age balance and mm-hmm. whatever the diversity and inclusion mm-hmm. axes are for your company. Mm-hmm. So we've got to get through that, that phase first. But when you get to the point where you're just mm-hmm. doing it, mm-hmm. I think that's really very, very encouraging. And I mean... I think if I reflect on on advertising over the last 40-something years that I've been involved, there have been many, many women who have been successful. Uh, But the point of difference, which, again, I enjoy here, is owning your success. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, Mm -hmm. some of my dearest friends have been very successful and almost apologetic about it. I know, right? And that kind of – that's just such an eye-opener. And, uh, you know, when when I see the same thing being played Mm -hmm. out with young Mm -hmm. people – yeah, that's heartbreaking. Yeah, if, so you know, that's, to tell yeah. you, to tell, there's a, a story I often tell when I when I talk about the issue of inclusivity and diversity and the difference in the genders that we see it play out um, as we get older in in, in, in boardrooms and corridors, etc. Is a story um, of my friend who is raising two daughters versus me raising two sons, mm. and the story starts with my son who had gone out to play soccer on a Saturday. And, and he comes back and he shouts from the gate, Mom, I nearly scored a goal. We had such a good game. Had it not been for my person, then that, that guy messed it up. And da-da. But he was celebrating, I nearly scored a goal. Yeah. And mm. mom had to be like, high five, brilliant, my baby, mm. blah, blah. Yeah. And then pause that story and then go to my friend's um, home where her daughter had gone to play hockey. Yeah. And she comes back from the game on Saturday and she had scored three goals. But she's dissatisfied. And the Mm. conversation is, oh, mom, I wish I'd scored five. Actually, I lost the other two. Can you see the difference? And she's not celebrating the three. And my son is being high-fived for an almost scoring (laughs) goal. And that actually, like, that stood out for me. So every time, even when I interact with my team, the guys would be quick, you know, there's um, one time we were staging an event Mm. and I arrived and the the event manager kind of starts by saying, I'm so sorry, not everything is done and then the flowers are not the flowers and then the wine menu is... Mm -hmm. But apology, 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 apology. And then I, I stopped her because I had we had been preaching this gospel of owning your success mm, yeah. for a while. Mm. And I just brought her attention to the narrative that she was putting out. Mm, I said, yeah. stop. Number one, I don't know. I don't see the imperfections here. Mm. I don't see them. Yeah. You are the only one who knows that the cutlery is not the right cutlery. Yeah. But for what I see, you've done an amazing job. Mm, so I said, mm. 
I'm going to leave the room. I literally said this. I'm going to come back again mm. and you're going to tell me what you've done right. Yeah. And so I came up with this concept of having an 80-20 balance in our mm. conversation because if we're not careful, we will lose all the good things that we've done and we'll focus on just the one dot that should be clear cleared. But that, that, you know, is a South Africanism of, of note. I mean, mm. we, we've said that, I think, fairly recently on the show that if there's one thing we've perfected in this country, it's, it's, it's an analysis of everything yeah. we do wrong. Yeah. We need to stop and analyze. And yes, we, we don't do everything right, but we do a lot of things right, and we need to analyze those as well. So mm. I think, you know, positive affirmation is important. But, you know, I just happened to be working through um, the World Advertising Research Council, their 2022 uh, Marketers Toolkit Report. Mm. And they, they, this, they've just kind of five points, you know, to focus on social commerce and all sorts of things like that. But one of them is the double bottom line. Mm. And obviously with uh, COP, whatever it is, it's 26, mm. I can't remember, I've got my numbers all mixed mm. up. Um, they were talking about, you know, the, the double bottom line. So value is, is profit mm. plus sustainability for mm. the planet. So the mm. two Ps. Mm. And as I read that, I just thought, is there not a, the equivalent double bottom line for things like she owns her success, mm. momentum, and, and, and we'll come back to collective shapers as well for mm. Metropolitan. Um, the double bottom line needs to be expanded beyond yeah. Yeah. just you know, the environmental, uh, the environmental impact, impact mm. the social impact, the human, humanitarian mm. impact as well. How do we factor that into brands mm. for me is, is mm. crucial. And, and so, you know, which brings us back to, you know, the, she owns her own business um, or owns her own success. Um, Brands can't change, you know, what they are, but they can change the way they behave. Yeah, and I yeah. think that's makes it more achievable. You might yeah. you might perceive this to be a barrier for a brand, but it's actually yeah. more achievable because yeah. it's just your behavior. It's behavior and like yeah. any behavior, once mm. you keep doing it, it'll reinforce itself and it'll mm. become ingrained. And mm. then you get to that joyous point mm. that you talked about. Then we're just doing it mm. without being aware we're doing the mm. right thing. We're just doing it. Yeah, I find that the purpose of the brands for me is, is where most of the magic starts. Um, because if you think, and, and you know, sometimes purpose is just a thing that's written on paper mm. yeah. and it sits in a shelf somewhere. And then what drives us is we need an exciting summer campaign <laughs> or we need to sell the new device. Yeah. And we focus just on that. Uh, I, my brain starts with purpose. Yeah. And, and, and so um, even when we work with our CSI division, um, I always say, like, let's not see CSI as everything, but let's see CSI as a slice of social impact work. Mm -hmm. So when we are doing strategies of the brands, we try and 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 we are literally deliberate about pulling through the essence of the brand so that we manifest and show up in a way that is true to what we've said mm. we are about. Mm. And in the case of Metropolitan, for example, Metropolitan is about inspiring the power of the collective and the pay of line is together we can. And I think I mean, isn't that just beautiful that mm. you, we, we seek to inspire and, and, and show people of what's possible when mm. we all collaborate and do stuff together and we mm. all have collectives, we all have mm. our own collectives, whether it's your community on LinkedIn mm. or Facebook or your WhatsApp mm. groups or whatever. It, that's how we live. Yeah. So for us, then we thought, like, how do we make sure that we 
we work in a community where our business wants to make, have impact and has presence mm. because we sell policies in that community. And in this instance, it is, it is Pologwani where we started with Collective Shapers. Mm. And we did, we did our research and thought, like, what are the drivers of the economy in Pologwani? And agriculture is a massive driver mm. of the economy. So we then said, how do we find young people who are already in agriculture but just need to step, you know, yes, somebody so. to give them resources so that they can yes. take their agriculture yeah. um, um, interest and passion and business to the yeah. next thing. Yeah. And that's how what we've done. And so when any opportunity we get to source product from them, if, you know, we're doing events, we try and like bring them in on that level as mm. well. And with women and momentum, if we are looking for photographers, we're like, you know, are we, are we working with a female photographer? If we're looking for wine at a dinner, are we sourcing from a female winemaker? Mm. So we're just consciously thinking about these um, um, like na- like narratives or just reason for existence for our brands and bringing them through in every touch point as much as possible. You're listening to The Dark and the Guru, proudly brought to you by Infinity Media. Yeah, and I think you know that what you're talking about there is is the genuineness mm. of the of the of the exercise. In other yeah. words, it's not an add-on. You know, and, and you made the point of a lot of people put up a purpose statement, and we spoke about work washing, and and people can oh, see through that. You know, issue, people yeah. say, "Hold on a second, you know, that's not really genuine." And it's nice that you know, not only are you thinking deeply about it, but mm. you are actioning it, and your team's actioning yeah. it, and and really uplifting. Again, you know, the narrative is is one of uplifting not only women in the one case, but yeah. certainly in the case of yeah. of agriculture. Yeah. You know, across across gender, but yeah. I mean, in that particular uh, area of of yeah. agriculture. And I think just, you know, backtracking a second, you spoke about your son and, and almost and, and the girl who had scored three. And I think, you know, Gordon, part of the problem, I guess, certainly when I was educated in, in my management textbooks, you got trained to look for the errors and fix the error. You were not trained to find the right thing up front. In other words, management was about correcting behavior, mostly. Mm, mm. Okay, yeah. And I think, you yeah. know, part of what I'm hearing here is is complimenting people and you made the point of leaving the room yes. saying I'm going to come back to the same the room hasn't changed it's yeah. the same circumstance yeah. I just yeah. want you to tell me what you did and there it's and it's the, the phrase and and it's a well known one is catch people doing things right yeah you know yes. uh, and and applaud that yeah. as opposed to but I think you know part of and maybe it's a South African thing maybe it's a gender thing maybe it's a and somebody can say but hold on it's a courteous thing it's how raised I was I was taught to be humble I was taught not to show off you know so so it's all of that stuff yeah. but there's that fine line between confidence on the one end which we spoke about you know and then bordering onto arrogance where you say you've got to be confident and tell people what you've done without being boastful but yes. don't be you know yeah. meek and mild and, and yeah. uh, sort of go into your show yeah. Yeah. and then expect you yeah. know the world to, to reward you for that because sometimes you know you've got to have your voice heard so, so a, I, do, I do actually say that there is a light side and dark side to humility mm. that's my experience Yeah, because I mean I, I come from a home where, like, my mom would very rarely tell the neighbors she was graduating. Just yeah. the immediate family mm. knew. Mm. Mm. And they yeah. would just be us celebrating a graduation. Yeah. Um, and, and that's how I am. But what I've realized is that the boardroom needs my voice. Mm. I will make an impression if I am confident in yeah. talking mm. about what I know and what I've achieved and also what I don't know. 
Yeah. But there's like confidence mm. is is going to serve me more mm. than humility <clears throat> yeah. in in the case of work. Yeah. And I think the other side, you know, not because it's about being a leader is mm. the responsibility mm. you have for the people following you. Mm. You know what I mean? It's mm. not and as much as it is about you yes. as a person yeah. as a leader. Yeah. yeah. When you turn off the light, you know in your heart of hearts it's about the people who followed you. Often, mm. any leader is often the topic of dinner time conversation, either mm. good or bad. Yeah. You know, people can talk badly about you or yeah. high inspiring, mm. uplifting. Yeah. You know? And I guess yeah. that's always the challenge: mm. is how do you show up, uh, and and what do you what do you leave that room mm. with? In other words, that board. What do they remember? Yeah. Because it's mm. not just you. Mm. They you want them to remember. Mm. Hey, hold on. Maybe her people yep. also act like it. Yeah. Maybe that's what she gives to her people. Yeah. Maybe she mentors her people because you don't only live your life in a boardroom. In fact, mm. most of the time you don't. You not live yet. your life in teams yeah. and, yeah. and yeah. so. And I, think, I think you would also just fall back on, on certain fundamentals mm. of human motivation, you know, mm. whether, and these are not gender specific, but mm. working and, and coaching young people as I often do, I just oh. remind that when you're going into the boardroom, you might not know as much as everybody in that boardroom about the running of the company, but your presentation in the mm. next half hour, you know more about that than any one of those people in that room. Mm. So get on top of your own game. Yeah. And master yeah. your own game. Don't be intimidated by other people's mm. ability to play several mm. games. Mm. Just master your own game. And mm. as you progress up the, you know, up the, up the ladder, then so you master more and more games. So mm. the confidence comes from from that. Yeah. Just want to quickly come back to to the media lens because um, she earns her success. It's obviously very visual. It's very YouTube driven, mm. Mm. Um, w which was intriguing. But the collective shapers had a strong Twitter kind mm. of platform to drive mm. it. I'm just interested, how, how, how did you go about making that kind of media selection, which, yeah. uh, and, and the uh, collective shape is, kind I didn't see any video material, if I'm mistaken, it was all mm. um, statics on, yeah. on, on Twitter, which yeah. were interesting and informative. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just kind of intrigued about the media decision-making yeah. process. So um, all of our campaigns are rolled out in an integrated way. Um, but because that we all, I often say to my agents is bring us Gucci from China more and then we'll just mix it with a little bit of Zara. So that that on, sounds like your outfit. That's whole, what you were wearing whole, last week. Uh, on the whole, you will remember she wore Gucci. But no, I don't know. It was from China mall. So, so the agents is now like, Gucci from China mall, sister, please. Uh, meaning the, the quality must be exceptional, but the price point must, must be, be reasonable. Must be even reasonable. <laughs> exceptional. So they're all integrated. Yes. Um, and so for Collective Shapers, for example, we, it is a super, super, super local campaign. It is about Polo One mm. and our media presence. So we partnered with local radio station. We got proximity out of home. We shot people um, locally to the extent that we could so that people could mm. see faces of people they knew. Yeah, yeah. Even to, to launch the campaign, we did a local immersion. We got influencers, not in the social media word of influencer, mm. but influencer the good old way. Yeah. Like the person who runs the streets, who yeah. knows what's going on. Absolutely. Locally. Kazi heroes. Yes. Uh, for sure. yeah. We spoke to those people. Yeah. They helped with that, their insights. So, so we had a balance, but we knew that to call for entries because it's a youth-focused initiative, we had to be on social media yeah. as well, okay. and and so they, there's that balance. But and our entries actually are mostly driven from social media. 
talking about entries, Doc, I'm, I'm very conscious of time, and I know yeah. you and Antikosa yeah. have uh, quite a bit to talk about on the marketing award. So let's let's just yeah. get to that. Yeah, thanks. But I, just, I mean, it'll please you, you, Gordon. You love local radio in particular, mm, you know, as a community station and and the heart of that community. So well done yeah. on that initiative. And again, you know, we always say that, you know, if you a person with an idea, be part of the conversation. Get mm. onto the site. Mm. You know, make mm. your voice heard, and mm. and and hopefully, you know, you can be part of that upliftment program. Mm. Not to cause a yeah, Gordon, you made the point. You and I were on the judging yeah. panel for for a very prestigious. Well, I want to say very prestigious. They were all prestigious, but this was Rising Stars under thirty five top marketers of the year. Mm. We judged that category together mm. last year, and you back this year. Mm. So, any uh, you know any words of encouragement to young people mm. out there who want to enter? I think um, if you are doing great work in whichever organization, whichever brand, please enter. It was so fulfilling and rewarding to see the young stars and young talent, exceptional quality of entrance actually, and make your entry creative, engaging, do respond to all the questions and tell us your story and let's see your hunger and the impact you're making in the organization through your entry. But great competition last year, and I'm looking forward to seeing the kind of entries that we get this year. Yeah, and as you say, you know, there were some really good candidates, and please enter. You know, you, it's an age-old cliche, you know, you can't win without a ticket, so you do need to enter. Yeah. But, uh, you know, get onto the Marketing Achievement Awards website. Uh, that has come up the last two weeks. Entries are open, so again, you know, put your hand up and, uh, you know, put your best foot mm. forward. Yeah, and I, I would encourage young people to do it. I mean, it's, it can be intimidating mm. to subject yourself to peer scrutiny okay i mean i get that but by the same token you can't up your game unless you've got somebody who is evaluating your game and whether you're playing tennis or football there's a coach yeah. and, he, and and the best way to to up your game is to subject yourself to to peer scrutiny it's hard but as you get into the rhythm of it and you'll find that mm. you know it becomes a constructive process which yeah. the worst case scenario if you enter this is you will come away with some sense of, of the build and where mm. you fit into the whole thing. Yeah. It's, you can't actually lose by entering or, or getting nominated into the space. And right? I think going through the entry teaches you a lot. Exactly. Yeah. Just I know it's, mm. the questions are tough, you know, yeah. like mm. for other people. But I think it, it. I always say to my team, sometimes we've got to do our work with that case study mm. in mind. Yeah. So if I yeah. put an entry now mm. as a, an up-and-coming marketer, mm. then I will know how to approach mm. my work the following year. So sure. it's really, yeah. it, it kind of gives you some lessons. Yeah. Mm. Just, just yes. coming back to, to a point which, again, I was reflecting on this uh, uh, double bottom line thing. Um, I didn't realize it, but the, in order to avoid greenwashing, which we've talked about, yeah. The European Union has a set of guidelines, something like 15 guidelines for advertisers to avoid greenwashing. And I'm just wondering, you know, whether we shouldn't be working with something like the uh, the MAC Charter mm. Transformation Council, which mm. is just being reconstituted as we speak right now. So that'll be a big one. So that, you know, when somebody is just posturing at doing what mm. you've done rather than doing it properly, mm. we can benchmark it against mm. a set of a calibrated set of criteria i think i think mm. it, i think we need to formalize it because you've got to get through that formal phase first to mm. get as we said to that happy mm. space of we just do it because that's who we are mm. Mm. yeah absolutely gordon uh time wise i think we're running yeah, out of time we are indeed 
And uh, yeah, you know, as Nautikosa, uh, just again, thank you very much, so much for your time. I know you're busy. Just one last question. Uh, if people want to get hold of you, are you on social platforms? How can they follow you or engage with you? Sure. I am on, on, on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, Nontogozo M88 is, is my social handle. And Nontogozo Matonsela on LinkedIn. So yeah, please, again, you know, please get... Get hold of Montecoso, be part of the conversation, learn from her, engage with her, ask her questions, put up your hand if you if you think you've got the skills, maybe she's looking for something in her team, I don't know, you know, uh, talent will always rise, uh, and so you need to you need yep. to back yourself, as and Gordon said, you know, be part of that narrative. Be part of be it, part back of yourself, narrative. I yeah. mean, you know, we, we've got to back ourselves in advertising, it's always been a game for for the articulate and energetic and that hasn't changed but so also yeah a hashtag she owns her success for men for momentum that is easy for to men, find they can follow us too <laughs> <laughs> for men allies, as well i did there is a just here's a spoiler alert um i, I searched for hashtag metropolitan shapers yeah. and i was offered a whole set of cycling shorts it put me in mind of the time he came in, yeah. his, in his lycra cycling shorts. So minutes. No, it's all, hashtag no, it's collective one. shapers. Please don't, don't <laughs> submit yourself to the torment of seeing the Doc in his cycling shorts. So with that, on that happy note, Doc, I'm going to hand it over to you. Ontokosa, thanks so much. Thank it was really so interesting. And I love uh, the work. We didn't even get around to talking about your partnership uh, yeah. with your niece of the Science mm. of Success 2021. Mm. But maybe that's for, for next week. We can chat time. about that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Great. Ontokosa, thanks very much. We've unfortunately run out of time. So, listeners, thanks again. Uh, that was a great engaging you know 30 minutes as we said flies by when you uh not only having fun but talking about some real issues uh of of real substance so again until next week we'll catch you then on the doc and the guru ciao for now and so that was another episode of the doc and the guru please don't uh, forget to get a hold of us on facebook like us follow us uh subscribe to the podcast and then from my side, you can get a hold of me on LinkedIn, Dr. Doug Mataz. I'm uh, very active and very keen to hear about your views uh, and certainly will respond. And hopefully we can bring that into the show. Thanks, Doc. And it's uh, Gordon Muller, the guru, signing off. Thank you for being with us and listening into this podcast today. You can pick up the discussion with me on my Twitter handle, at Mzanzi Media. And I'd love to engage with you on any of the issues that we've taken on in the show. And take us at our word. This is really going to be an open forum. There are no subjects that are taboo. And we'd love to have some of the younger, more under-listened, if that's the correct phrase, uh, voices to join us uh, in this discussion. Thanks for your time. The Dark and the Guru, proudly brought to you by Infinity Media, incubating innovative businesses in the media industry.